This is Paths to Product, a show about current product managers and how they transitioned into the role. I'm Pallavi Hukarikar, and on the show today, we interview Chandrika Maheshwari and learn how she went from being a product marketing manager at Google to becoming a product manager at DocuSign. Today, I'm joined by Chandrika Maheshwari, who is a product manager at DocuSign. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Balavi. Could you start off by telling us a bit more about your background and your career leading up to where you are today? Yeah, sure. So I grew up in India and moved to the States in 2017 for my MBA. I studied information systems in undergrad and after undergrad, I went on to work in management consulting. I spent about four years working at Bain & Company uh, in across various industries and um, my time in consulting really helped me develop a good understanding of how organizations across various industries work, what kind of problems uh, different industries and different types of organizations face. Um, after sort of finishing my stint in consulting, I moved to Google as a product marketing manager where I was primarily focused on YouTube ads marketing. The market in India is very different when it comes to online advertising as compared to a mature market like the US. Um, and so it was it was really interesting um, and at the same time, very challenging role. Uh, I really enjoyed my time working at Google. And then after spending about two years, I decided to come to business school and get my MBA. And um, one of the things I wanted to do in my time during my MBA was to try and see if I would enjoy being a product manager. So I spent my summer after first year working as a product manager at Nike on their digital apps. Um, I really, really enjoyed my time there and quickly realized that I would love to be a product manager full-time. And that's when I started my sort of full-time search. And um, here I am at DocuSign working as a product manager. Uh, I've been here for about a year now and um, still continuing to enjoy it. Awesome. Um, and can you tell us a little bit about what you are doing as a product manager at DocuSign? Sure. So I'm a product manager working on the e-signature product at DocuSign. I'm focused on adoption and growth for our self-serve users. Um, I care about what our free trial and sort of paid web users do once they are inside the product, uh, what kind of behaviors lead to um, better conversion, retention, um, so those kind of metrics. And then I'm also working on building an in-house personalization engine for in-product communications to DocuSign users. Awesome, okay. Um, We might come back more to your PM experience, but I wanna go back a little bit and learn more about your time as a product marketing manager, um, because it's the first time we're having someone on this podcast with that role, and so I really wanna understand that and the transition. Um, so could yeah. you start off for some of our listeners who might not be familiar with the product marketing manager role, could you start off by explaining what that is? Yeah, sure. So the product marketing role can look very different, uh, across organizations and depending on the type of product that you're focused on, it's, um, in some ways very similar to a product manager role in that, like it looks very different across different organizations and different products. Um, I was focused on YouTube ads marketing specifically um, in India. So a lot of my role focused on making sure that I'm sort of the evangelist for YouTube ads uh, platform and um, 
raising awareness about what the platform could deliver to um, advertisers in terms of how powerful it was and making sure that I'm sort of creating the narrative uh, to convert these ad spend decision makers into believers and then eventually advocates of the YouTube platform. Okay, interesting. And then it sounds like there must be a lot of really transferable skills from a product marketing to a product manager role. Can you tell us a bit about that? Like what things did you find useful in both those roles? For sure. Yeah. So I think in both my roles previously, actually both product marketing and consulting, um, they were both highly cross-functional and I had to collaborate with a lot of different departments and stakeholders and different kinds of work personalities, which is always a great skill to have uh, that all product managers need because um, in a product manager role, you are working with lots of different teams, lots of different stakeholders uh, across and your the whole idea of like having influence without authority is is really true for the product management role. And I feel that my time in product marketing really allowed me to develop that. Um, then I think previously, even in my time in consulting, uh, I developed skills that have been really, really helpful in my product management role. It's things like structured thinking, being able to break down a big problem into smaller chunks and being able to solve them um, analytically and being data driven have all been things that I've been able to leverage in my product management role. That's awesome. And a lot of times we hear from people that have technical backgrounds, they talk about how it makes uh, life a little bit easier as a product manager because it's easier for you to communicate and collaborate with your engineers. Do you find that having that marketing experience that you maybe have a leg up over other product managers when it comes to thinking about how you're going to market the product to your customers or depending on the size of your company, even working with the marketing folks directly? I definitely do. I think... um similar to what you mentioned in terms of like being tech, being technically fluent, I suppose, um, is an advantage that comes in handy when you're speaking to um, developers and engineers on your team. Um, similarly, having that product marketing background is really helping me speak with my business stakeholders a lot better, understand their needs or sort of what is, uh, what is top of mind for them, where they're coming from. And come to a common vision uh, for the product and uh, trying to balance the strike that that balance between the business needs and the user needs. So there's always that, uh, you know, there are lots of things that we can do in the product that might be great for our users, but not yield as many business results. And there's also lots of things we can do that might be great for the business, but might hamper the user experience. So I think um, having that product marketing background and sort of the business mindset is definitely helping me strike that balance a little bit more um, and make sure that we're focused on driving results for the product that are meaningful for the business at the same time are uh, really focused on improving the user experience. Awesome. Yeah. And that's super important because I think ultimately as a PM, I think the best PMs and the best product experiences are from PMs that put customers first. Uh, I love the sound of that. Um, can you tell us a little bit about why you decided you wanted to switch into product management, given that you were in product marketing? Yeah. So in my time in product marketing, I got a chance to work with uh, product managers. And when I thought about the kind of work they were doing, I could see myself really enjoying that. I thought it was going to be 
really interesting to be able to build a product and um, have that impact on the vision and the mission and also be able to create something that is really tangible that will be in the hands of, you know, potentially millions of millions and billions of users. So um, the idea of being being able to contribute to that was something that was really appealing to me. And um, yeah, so I decided like in my time, as I, as I mentioned in my time in my MBA, one of the things I wanted to sort of uh, reinforce or confirm for myself was uh, whether I would enjoy working as a product manager or not. And um, after my summer internship, I quickly realized that that was something I really, really enjoyed and want to do um, full time. I also think that the product management role serves as a great training ground for starting your own thing in the future. Um, and that's something that I'm really passionate about. I hope to someday start my own company. And I think the product manager role, given how cross-functional it is, given how it exposes to you to different sides of an organization, is something that would help me prepare for that quite a bit. Definitely. I agree 100%. It's a reason that I hear from a lot of other PMs as well. And I think it's exactly the same reason I'm in product right now is entrepreneurial aspirations. And I think that product management is a really good kind of training ground for that, like you said. Yeah, for sure. So now that you had your internship experience and now that you've been at DocuSign full time for a little while, um, has PM fully kind of lived up to those expectations that you have? And has there been anything sort of surprising when you made that transition to product management? Was there anything that you came across that you maybe weren't really expecting? Yeah, so I think there were a few different things that um, were different about how product management is done across the various organizations that I've been at, right? So um, starting from my time at Google, where I uh, saw how different product managers kind of work. It's a very different approach. It's obviously um, a lot more mature as an organization and even as the product management practice, I suppose. So uh, it's a lot more structured, streamlined. The stakes are a lot higher because almost every product has, you know, more than a billion users. So uh, every small thing has uh, to go through like sort of multiple rounds of checks and approvals and so that is a different kind of product management process uh whereas my summer when i spent at nike that was a completely different kind of product management approach because nike is traditionally uh, it's a consumer products focused organization which is now sort of uh, making its way into the digital world and they are definitely focusing a lot more on their digital offerings because they realize the importance of sort of connecting the digital and the physical world and making sure that they are ahead and um, sort of keep up with uh, the new consumer behavior, right? So um, Nike is investing a lot in its digital practice and the kind of products that they're working on, how seamlessly they are trying to integrate that into the uh, entire customer journey from someone being a, a Nike uh, you know, training club app user, which is, um, which is uh, their like videos, workout videos, guided, uh, guided workout videos app. So from there to buying Nike products, um, the, the way they are sort of mapping that customer journey and making sure that they have uh, the right touch points to engage with the users is something that I found uh, 
extremely interesting and was a different way of thinking about product management that I got exposed to. And, um, and then when I came here at DocuSign, this is um, an enterprise SaaS organization. So the way product management works here is slightly different. And obviously the most uh, I've been exposed to any product management practice is here in my time here at DocuSign, which is my only full-time product management role. So that's been uh, really interesting. We are still sort of evolving as an organization. The product, the product practice is still sort of, you know, growing. There are lots of processes that are still sort of being created. And um, so I think the opportunity to just sort of start from scratch in some sense and, you know, be part of defining those processes has been something that's uh, been really exciting for me here. And overall, I think um, there's been no surprises in the sense that, um, I had spoken to quite a few people before starting my product management journey. So I knew um, mostly what to expect, but what's been really interesting is to see the differences in the product management approach and practice at different organizations um, and how um, product is in different organizations driven by different things. So some organizations are a lot more engineering driven. Some organizations are a lot more sales driven. Some organizations are a lot, lot more product driven. And that approach is also slightly interesting. What are the different levers that you have in order to uh, sort of keep moving the product forward and keep making the user experience better? Definitely. And it sounds like you've had a really good kind of range of diverse product opportunities. Um, even if you think about some of the criteria you mentioned, I think size of company is a really big one and one that I've seen in my experiences. But when you mentioned that you were at Nike, I was like, well, that's really interesting because it's not a traditional tech company. Um, so obviously there are tech components like you talked about uh, when you were explaining what you did there, but product in a different industry could also be really different. So it's cool to see that you've gotten a lot of different experiences and kind of hopefully that's helped you figure out what you enjoy more than something else. So definitely it has and it's been um it's been really um i guess eye opening in some senses to understand how different that whole idea of product management can be across different kinds of products and organizations yeah so i love getting to hear about your experience and i want to transition a bit now to talking more about how you made that switch from product marketing to product management and i know you mentioned that you went to do your MBA and then you did your summer in product management. Um, is that, was that really the intent of you going to get your MBA? Was it because you decided you wanted to make that switch or did you want to get your MBA and then during that process realize, hey, let me try out product management? Um, it was, I would say more of the latter where I, like one of the one of the things I wanted to try in my MBA was to figure out if I enjoyed product management or not, but that wasn't the primary factor that led me to getting my MBA. Uh, the reason I decided to do my MBA was more to figure out, um, more to kind of know about things that I didn't know. Like what are my peers across the world excited about? What are the different opportunities out there that I might not even be aware of? Uh, what, what else is out there? And I spent you know a significant amount of time in my first year sort of talking to a lot of people figuring out what are the different things that they have been doing in their time pre-business school and what has been um what are the things that have excited them about their roles what were their reasons to come 
uh, get their MBAs, et cetera. And I did sort of, uh, you know, get more and more drawn to the product management role, even after speaking to my peers who were in product management roles before coming to business school. So yeah, I think it was more of like, okay, here's a thing that I think I might be interested in. Uh, let me talk to more people and figure out what it's really about. And, uh, and then like once I realized, yeah, like it, it does seem kind of fun and I'd want to try it. And that, that summer was, I think, really critical in sort of reinforcing that belief in me that I would want to do this full time. Yeah. Awesome. And I ask because I think, you know, should I get an MBA is a very common question for people looking to transition into product management. And so I understand that obviously you did your MBA and that was your route into pivoting. But given the experiences that you've had, if you had to think back as to, you know, whether it would have been possible without the MBA for you to go from product marketing to product management, I mean, maybe, of course, it is possible to do that, but like how likely or how easy that might have been, you know, what are your thoughts on comparing that MBA route with maybe just having transitioned without it? Yeah, I definitely don't think an MBA is necessary for breaking into a product management role. I think there are various other routes and I think you are doing a great job of actually, you know, uh, telling your listeners what are the different routes people have taken to break into that role. So I think... um, as I mean, as, as we were talking about initially, there are various routes that folks can take into product management. Uh, the MBA, I think what it has done for me and which might not be applicable to everyone, but like, I think it does uh, provide you with a, a solid sort of network of people, um, not just your peers, but also the alumni who are in the industry, who've been in that role and who can help you sort of navigate um, from starting like right from full-time recruiting to, you know, getting sort of set up for success in your role. Because if this is the first time that you're going to be doing product management, it is definitely going to be a steep learning curve. And there's going to be uh, a lot of things that you might have to start learning about from scratch. So um, the MBA really helped me sort of build that network, which is uh, which is coming in really handy. I still constantly talk to my peers who are in product management roles across different organizations who are going through similar challenges, similar struggles that I'm sort of dealing with on a day-to-day basis and having that sort of support group almost is really helpful. So um, it's definitely possible to cultivate that without an MBA as well. Um, I think the two years that I did have with uh, my class and this peer group that I'm talking about um, have really helped me form those meaningful connections that it's really easy for me to now, you know, uh, reach out to some of these friends and be like, hey, you know, here's this problem that I'm dealing with at work or, you know, how would you go about navigating this or has anyone you know, face something similar and what were the things that you did in a situation like this. So um, I think that's been my biggest sort of takeaway from MBA. But yeah, having said that, totally possible to break into a product management role without getting getting an MBA. And, you know, uh, you have to be a little bit more proactive, I suppose, uh, to develop those connections and um, make sure that you are speaking to more people and understanding uh, what the uh, what you can do to be successful in the role, break into that role. Um, but yeah, as I said, totally possible to do that without an MBA. Awesome. Yeah, no, I love hearing your experience because it is a question that I see um, people asking me on LinkedIn or even just sort of like 
in product Facebook groups or on LinkedIn in general. I think a lot of people think that an MBA is a very, almost guarantees a very easy path into product. And I don't think that's necessarily the case. As you said, I think helps you build a network. Um, you can learn more from other people that maybe have PM experience, but I don't think it guarantees you a role in product, nor do I think not getting an MBA is, you know, limits you or prevents you from eventually getting into product management. Totally agree with you on that. It's, um, yeah, I also don't think it's the easiest way to get into a product a product role if that's what you're sort of looking for. Um, and if it were, it'd be a very expensive, easy way to get into a product role. So I think there's like, uh, there's other ways out there that people can um, take to break into a product management role. Um, I know folks um, from my time in product marketing who actually moved within the company and um, especially in big tech, I think that's pretty common. Um, if you are someone who wants to get into product management from different roles, uh, you would typically have a path uh, to do that. It's, I think it's um, it's slightly more difficult. Actually, it, it varies again. Like I think from organization to organization, how uh, you know, what kind of skills you have been able to develop in your previous role and whether you can leverage them in your product management role or not. But um, yes, I mean, if you do go get an MBA, you can always talk about this classroom experience that you've had where you can uh, be proactive about taking the types of courses that train you to be a better product manager almost, right? So you can definitely learn those skills in a classroom setting, but it's um, also very much possible to learn them on the job in different roles. And I think it's even more important to tell your story that way when you're building your resume or, you know, when you're talking to folks uh, to highlight the skills that are relevant to product management and you've been able to develop those in your previous roles. Definitely. And so I think what you started off with there was a nice segue into what I wanted to talk about next, which is really how you went about making that switch. Um, I'm not too familiar with how product marketing interviews run, but I wonder if that's at all similar to product management interviews. And if not, could you tell us a bit about how you prepared for um, applying, you know, getting your resume ready to go, and then also actually doing the the product management interviews, both for your summer internship and full-time? Yeah. I think to start off with your first question, if the product marketing interviews were at all similar to product management interviews, I think there's definitely some common components. product management interviews also have a, a, a case study component almost where you are given a problem and you are expected to give a response based on, you know, uh, some sort of uh, structure and analytical thinking that you've put behind answering that question. And that's uh, very similar to a product marketing interview, very similar to consulting interviews. So I think um, that component is definitely similar. Um, in terms of how did I go about preparing my resume or like finding out more about these roles, etc. I think um, I spoke about this a little bit, but I used a lot of my personal network, I'd say, um, right from my network, from my time in undergrad to my previous workplaces, um, business school and the alumni network. So I think um, definitely reaching out to folks who are out there in the industry who are in a role Um, at an organization that you aspire to be at is uh, something that's super helpful. Even if you don't end up getting a role or an interview in that organization, you come back from that conversation knowing a lot more about 
product management as a role and what you could be doing. So um, those conversations I found really helpful. And um, then in terms of sort of narrowing down a list of organizations or products that I'd be interested in, um, I used um, Crunchbase quite extensively, actually. Um, I used that as a tool to just apply different filters that we spoke about briefly, right? Like the company size, the stage of the organization, the location, all these various things and narrow down a list of organizations that I would be interested in. Um, Cause the, the number of products that you are exposed to just as a user is very, very limited. There are so many uh, amazing products out there that, uh, you know, different companies, different folks are working on. So uh, knowing more about that itself is a little bit of a challenge. And I think, um, yeah, using Crunchbase was super helpful for that. Uh, in terms of preparing for the interviews, I think there's like a few different ways. Um, the most important one that I would recommend for anyone preparing for PM interviews is forming a small practice group for mock interviews. Um, so I think practice is so key to cracking the product management interview because uh, there's different elements of it that you just get better at with practice. Um, whether it's product sense or execution type of questions, or it's uh, the product vision design type of questions. Um, all of those things take a little bit of time to form that structure, the frameworks around and just, you know, uh, be able to think about from a more um, product perspective. Um, so I think that is definitely key having like a small group of people to practice regularly with the other things. Um, there's lots of books out there. I think cracking the PM interview decode and conquer are the usual suspects and they are, uh, they are definitely very helpful in getting you started. And then I found some YouTube channels that were actually pretty helpful. Um, Exponent is one. There's a couple others out there. Um, yeah. Um, for practice, there's also a couple of other resources. Lewis Lynn has a Slack community, which is pretty helpful. It's uh, people going through the interview process at different organizations. So you can actually pair up with folks who are interviewing at organizations that you have potential interviews coming up at. So uh, that's, that's pretty awesome. And then there's other such tools uh, where you can find partners to do these mock interviews with. Uh, Pramp is one. And I think those are definitely really helpful in helping prepare for the interview process. Awesome. That was a lot of great advice. And I love that you mentioned Lewis Lynn because he was on our podcast uh, a couple episodes ago, and he yeah. also, you know, shared some great advice on uh, prepping for interviews. And we talked a little bit about that Slack group as well. So glad to yeah. see that that was good advice. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you touched on a lot of really great things there, especially going back to what you were saying around really making use of your network. I think for all stages of getting a PM role, maybe even any role in industry, I think leveraging your network is super important. Like from the beginning, you can have people looking over your resume. When you're applying to jobs, I think if you have a referral, like so much higher chance to even just get an interview if you have someone there that can like drop your resume to the recruiter. And then even like you said with mock interviewing, I think it's it's great to do it with other people who are preparing for the role. I think it's even better if you can do it with someone that's in the job themselves and has PM experience. And so I love that that note on really leveraging your network. Yeah. 
You mentioned some of the books like Decode and Conquer, Cracking the PM Interview, and then some of the YouTube channels. Um, are there any other content or is there any other content recommendations that you might have, um, not just for interviews necessarily, but even just like the kinds of things you like to read now as a PM to make sure that you're staying fresh and kind of on top of the game? Yeah, I mean, I think to break into the product management role, I would highly recommend that your listeners continue to listen to Paths to Product. I think you're doing a great <laughs> job. Um, so that's one. Uh, I think there's, uh, on a more serious note, I think there's lots of like podcasts out there that are also uh, helping different folks navigate um, their product management journeys. There's blogs. Um, um, I recently started a Substack with a friend of mine um, to help PMs who are new in the in this role um, navigate like the first couple of years of being a product manager and sort of um, help them set up for success. So um, yeah, I think uh, it'd be great if anyone's interested in checking out uh, how to pm.substack.com. Uh, that's where we're sort of sharing a lot of these learnings. Um, I think there's a lot of different um, blogs and Substack and newsletters out there that uh, folks can subscribe to um, to do a good job of like being a PM, not just breaking into a uh, PM role. And I think uh, there's there's a few different newsletters that I subscribe to, which are super helpful. I think Ben Thompson, Benedict Evans have their newsletters, which are just helpful to sort of uh, stay on top of the tech trends and what's happening in tech in general. Um, then there are more like focused uh, newsletters. Uh, Lenny Ratchitsky is one. He started a newsletter recently, um, which is very focused on helping um, folks like understand more about product and growth. Uh, that's a great newsletter. And I, you know, end up... Uh, taking away like so many great things from uh, every like month he publishes uh, a newsletter. So, so that's pretty good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I haven't uh, checked out some of those newsletters, so I'm excited to do that afterwards and to, to see and read what you've been writing about. So thank you for sharing that with the listeners. Yeah, of course. So coming close to the end now, I have two kind of main questions that I generally end with. The first is, what advice would you have for others looking to make that switch from product marketing to product management? I know you mentioned a lot of things throughout the episode, but this question is more centering on kind of specific to someone coming from product marketing. Yeah. So I think uh, for someone coming from product marketing, I would say understand that the PM role varies a lot from organization to organization. Uh, the kind of product managers that you might have worked with in your product marketing role is not necessarily the kind of product manager you would end up becoming if you go to a different organization. So understand the nuances of that and differences that different product management roles bring with them. Um, breaking into the first PM role is typically way harder than your subsequent PM roles. So I think it's the first time that you'd have to break into that product management role that's, that's going to be uh, challenging, but at the same time, very re rewarding if you've identified that it's a good fit for you, if uh, you know that you have the kind of skills that you'd be able to leverage in that role. And that's sort of the way you see your uh, career going. Um, so I think doubling down on that prep for your first PM role, the interviews and everything, um, 
is going to be helpful. It might seem challenging. Um, you might have to uh, sort of cast a wide net and uh, look at different PM roles. But um, if your ultimate PM dream job is not the first organization that you get a job at, know that navigating to the other PM roles is going to be definitely easier than breaking into your first PM role. Um, so you have a way forward of getting into that dream PM role eventually. I think um, other things I would say, like talk to product manager at different organizations that are among your target companies to understand the common themes and the differences, both. Um, focus on developing the, the key skills that you've identified uh, that are required in the PM role after speaking to these various folks across different organizations. And then try and tell your story effectively in your resume, in your interviews, make sure you highlight the skills that you have acquired in your previous roles that would be relevant in your PM role. Uh, yeah, I think those would be my tips. Yeah, and I think those are all super great, um, especially with that last part in terms of telling the story. I think in every PM interview, you generally get asked why you want to be a product manager. And I think if you have like a clear, compelling narrative as to like why you're in that interview room and why you think you'd be a good PM, obviously super helpful to help you in getting that role. And like you said, once you get the first one, it definitely does get easier. It almost reminds me of, uh, you know, in high school when we would have part-time jobs, getting into retail was really hard because you always needed to have prior retail experience. And right. so you'd get to this point where you're like, well, if nobody hires me for the first one, like how will I ever have retail experience for the next job? And I find with product, it sometimes feels the same way where getting that first one, getting your foot in the door, just it gets infinitely easier after that. Exactly. I couldn't have put it better. I think that, that yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Like most PM roles uh, out there uh, have this like prerequisite of some PM experience, but how do you develop that first sort of uh, first set of PM experiences if you were not able to break into that role? So yeah, as you said, like it definitely gets easier. Awesome. Um, and so I know that, you know, as you go through these experiences, you you learn from them and you realize a lot more. And that's why I always like to end the podcast by saying, if you could go back and you could tell yourself one thing as you were trying to make that transition from product marketing into product management, knowing all the things that you know now, what would that one piece of advice or that one thing that you would tell yourself be? I think it would be talk to more people. Uh, I did talk to quite a few people, but I think it's never enough. You can always talk to more people uh, and find out more about different organizations, different uh, kind of PM roles. Don't be afraid of cold emailing or reaching out to folks on Twitter or, you know, forming those connections uh, on LinkedIn. So definitely, uh, you know, try and keep doing that, even if you're not met with 100% success rate, because let's be honest, like not everyone's going to respond to that cold email or that message on LinkedIn, but doesn't mean that uh, you should stop doing that. Of course, you need to find effective ways of doing that uh, and making sure that you're um, sort of putting across your best uh, foot, for, uh, like putting your best foot forward. But yeah, um, I think try and yeah, that, that's, I guess, like my one big piece of advice. Talk to more people. Don't be afraid of uh, reaching out to folks on email, on Twitter, on LinkedIn and uh, form those connections. Um, even if they are not immediately helpful and don't end up leading to a job that you get, these are connections that I think will come in handy in future. And you don't know how and where these connections might be helpful to you in your 
subsequent roles. Definitely. And I think if there's one thing I've learned from all the conversations I've had, including all the episodes I've, I've done for this podcast now, it's that I think I come away from every conversation having learned something. Um, and so, yeah, maybe it doesn't always end up with like you getting a job right away from a call, but at least you're going to learn something and continue to grow. Exactly. And I think that's part of the journey too. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time today to join us and share your advice with listeners. I think they're really going to appreciate it. And I really appreciate uh, you taking the time to come on the show. Thank you for having me here. It was uh, great chatting with you. And I hope this is useful to some of the listeners. Thanks for joining us on this path to product from product marketing to DocuSign PM. If you're looking to pivot to product management and want to suggest a transition to cover or have transitioned into product management yourself and want to be featured, reach out to us at pathstoproduct.com.